Welcome back to Beyond the Spectrum. This is Dream, sharing our family's journey with autism with you. And this is episode 17. Today is actually going to be a rather quick one, but a very important one that we are still dealing with today. So this just goes to show you that sometimes behaviors can go really quickly and they just get extinguished right away, kind of like the things that I shared yesterday. But sometimes those behaviors are deep-seated a little more and they have more fear associated with it, more anxiety, more panic, and it's almost a control issue and it's almost a security blanket issue. For some reason, they just keep these fears close and pull them around them like a security blanket and it's very hard to take those away from them. You can try all you want to show the alternatives and to to offer solutions and to show them by example that it's so much easier if we don't hold on to these things but sometimes it's a hard one to break. So an example of this one is asking for help. This one I don't know where it was born from. I think if I had to guess, it was most likely born from the fact that he struggled with language so much. And when you struggle with language and you have a stutter and sometimes you flip words, sometimes you get up that courage to actually say the phrase or say the question or whatever it is and it comes out wrong. And I remember there were times when he would say something and I'd be so excited that he was trying, but I had no idea what he was asking for. It was just coming out jumbled and it was coming out, you know, too much of a stutter and too many delays and I wasn't piecing it together easily. And I'd say, what? And he, that was it. He would clam right back up. He would shut down and I would it would be like, no, 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 you did, you did a great, you did a great. I would just have to keep telling him, no, 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 I just, I just need, I heard you. I just, I didn't hear all of it. I only heard a part of it. I didn't hear the end or I didn't hear the beginning. No, just say it one more time, you know? And it was, it was an embarrassment for him. And I think it started to generate these fears and anxiety where when he had to ask for help, he was nervous for some reason that that help would not be forthcoming. Perhaps this also went hand in hand with the fact that there were certain times when we could not help him because helping him in his mind was actually doing it for him. So we would refuse on certain things and make him work through that. And then there was other times when we of course would help. But when you're a little child and you know, all these things start to blur. So that became a really, really difficult issue that still to this day, I can see in his life, I can see it being displayed. Now it's not the same. He has grown so much beyond it, but he still struggles with it. And to be fair, I've seen other full grown adults that struggle with asking for help too. So this is not necessarily an autistic thing, but again, I think when you're dealing with neurodivergent issues, sometimes they can become a little bit more pronounced and a little bit more intertwined in more aspects of their heart and their emotions and their behavior. So it can be a little bit more difficult to untangle that and tackle that one issue. But this particular issue would rear its head throughout 
throughout his life and make things a little bit more difficult than they needed to be. And it was a very sad thing for us to watch because there would be times when we would just hold that position that we were not going to get him the cup of water, um, pull the chair out for him, grab that particular toy that he wanted unless he asked for help. And I would just, he would stand there looking adorable as ever and, you know, kind of point and kind of, you know, maybe grunt a little bit and, you know, get frustrated. And I would say, I don't know what you need. Even if I did, (laughs) I don't know what you need. I need you to use your words and I need you to ask. And I'm sure this is kind of ringing true for a lot of other, you know, um, children, because that's a very common phrase. Use your words, use your words. Um, but like I said, as, as, as it progressed through life, I can still see where he struggles with that, that feeling of being kind of put on the spotlight and possibly being rejected maybe, or being misunderstood, um, or possibly there are times that, as I said yesterday and in previous language, um, episodes, that there were times when he was very self-conscious about the way that he spoke and how confused he was and he understood he was very aware even though he wasn't aware of all the social interaction and nonverbal cues around him he was very aware of his own shortcomings if that makes sense so he felt judged a lot and he felt embarrassed by that so it's a it's a very sad thing. Sometimes we wish that our children weren't aware of their shortcomings and just they would grow as they would grow in their confidence as they grew in their development and there would never be kind of that discomfort level where they were aware that they weren't hitting the status quo. But Micah was very aware that his peers were doing things that he couldn't do and it was a sad thing for me and my husband because and my family Um, because it's really hard to struggle with somebody who has these insecurities and is aware enough to feel that pain but isn't controlled in their mouth and their their brain function yet and the, the connection between the two to actually jump that hurdle yet. But we did get there. We did get there and it was amazing when we did. But it was very difficult to watch him at times knowing that he wasn't really understanding things and just saying that he was and not asking for help because he didn't want the spotlight on him. I'll get into this later as we get further along in the journey and we talk a little bit more about what he experienced as preteen, as a teenager, and as a young man, and as an adult man now. So hopefully you'll get to see how that's progressed over the years in a positive way, a very victorious way. But yes, I will encourage you parents that there is a balance. You always want to help your child when they really need help but you don't want to over help them when they're just trying to get out of the struggle. It's a tricky thing, but what we did was err on the side of making him use his words more than not. I don't know if that was the right decision. (laughs) I can't really make that decision for you, but that's what we did. And it was a struggle through the years, but now with him being 22, I'm very, very pleased with where he's at. And once again, just another victory in our lives. So that's all for today. See you tomorrow.